you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes. Greetings from Ice Station Edgewater. I think I just saw the Easter Bunny eating the carrot leftover from when our snowman melted. Yeah, I got there a little too late to warn him about the charcoal briquettes we used for the eyes. Oh, well. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you quarantine a 72-year-old disc jockey for a year. And the hits just keep on coming, folks. <laughs> well, anyway, here's hoping all your important body parts have thawed out by now. And here's equally hoping that spring is right around the corner because I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I've had about all the winter wonderland fun and games I need for this year. Yeah, the slick streets and the busted pipes, they've just kind of worn out their welcome, you know what I mean? And apparently, so did several board members of ERCOT. Did you see this story this past week? About four or five board members of ERCOT resigned. It was after the boondoggle of the power outages during the ice storm. And heck, they should have resigned. Because whatever it was they were supposed to be doing to make sure the power grid kept working, well, that didn't work, did it? Oh, you may not know what I mean when I talk about ERCOT. Uh, ERCOT is an acronym for Electric Reliability Council of Texas. <laughs> and obviously, there was nothing reliable about the Electric Reliability Council of Texas because virtually all of us had to endure rolling blackouts during that cold snap a week or so ago. In fact, there was one report that stated we were four minutes and 37 seconds away from a total collapse of the power grid. And that may not sound like much, but that would have actually meant that the entire state would have gone dark for weeks. Good Lord in heaven, what a disaster that would have been. You know, there needs to be some serious reevaluation of the entire system. And it needs to happen pretty soon because hurricane season's just a few weeks away, folks. Of course. Experts will tell you that the Texas power grid is much better structured to handle a tropical storm than it is an ice storm. But given what we've just been through, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in the experts these days, do you? And you know, on top of that, I'm just as disgusted with our state leadership because they're the ones who shoved all this deregulated market stuff down our throats in the first place. And there are a lot of people in the energy industry who don't really think that's worked out all that great. And come to think of it, neither has this energy independence idea. You know, if the state of Texas had been on a system that allowed us to share some electricity generation with some of our neighboring states, like New Mexico and Oklahoma and Arkansas, we might not have had this meltdown we had to suffer through. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of studies to find out what went wrong, how to correct the problems. But of course, those studies are going to spend millions of dollars in taxpayers' money, so the circle of life continues. <laughs> I think I'd rather see another version of The Lion King myself. But that's enough outrage for today. Sorry for the rant. The Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show is supposed to be an escape from all that stuff, the drumbeat of negativity in our day-to-day -day lives. 
So let's talk about the fun stuff. As our old friend, the late, great Bear Dalton used to say, he said it on this show. And I should hasten to add that there has been quite a bit of the fun stuff in my life, my family's lives lately, because Cindy and I finally got through the one-week waiting period after the second round of the COVID vaccine. So we've been able to resume at least a little bit of normalcy in our lives. As a matter of fact, my son, Derek, asked me, how many places have you actually been inside over the last year, Dad? And you know, I had to stop and think about it for a minute. I could remember going to the doctor's office once or twice, but then as I started checking off other places I usually frequent, I honestly couldn't think of any. Certainly hadn't gone to church or a movie. I got curbside at the store or the restaurant. I really couldn't think of any place I'd been inside. It's rather eye-opening in a sad sort of way. I realized how many things I'd given up for the quarantine. Well, for one thing, we've had a long-standing tradition of holding a Hames family night dinner every Sunday night, just so we could catch up with one another and spend some quality time together. But as you might imagine, those dinners have been on hold for the past year, or almost a year anyway. However, since Cindy and I are now fully inoculated against the coronavirus, we had the kids over last Sunday night for the first time in, what, over 11 months? It was absolutely great. We got to hug Derek, Danielle, and Liam for the first time in what seemed like forever. And it just did my heart good to watch my grandson cuddle up with his nana and play video games on the couch. And you know, then about an hour later, he just jumped up off the couch, ran over to me, and hopped up in my lap and kept right on playing his Nintendo Switch. I caught my daughter, Skylar, looking at us together and smiling. It'd been so long, I'd almost forgot how good it made me feel to have that little boy in my arms. But that wasn't the only first we enjoyed this past week. More in line with the subject matter of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, I grilled pop burgers for our first family night dinner, and everybody agreed they were the best burgers I've ever cooked. Yeah, of course, they were just trying to be nice. But they probably also wanted to encourage me to do it again <laughs> soon. But they were pretty spectacular, if I say so myself. Another first was the fact that I got to go grocery shopping for the first time in almost a year, and that too made me very happy. I'm sure you've heard our executive producer and favorite foodie, Greg Burlocker, talk on this show about how much he enjoys shopping for the food. He enjoys shopping for the food almost as much as cooking the food. And I must admit, I've missed shopping for the food too over the last year. I took it for granted for the longest time. I even considered it a chore of sorts, I guess, but boy, not anymore. I was borderline gleeful when I walked through the door of the grocery store. I almost turned to the woman next to me and laughed out loud, I'm going grocery shopping. But that would have been seriously weird, right? Yeah, I restrained myself. Hey, there's a first time for everything. But as I started wandering the aisles of the store, I realized how much I had missed picking out the right produce or picking out the right meat products. Don't get me wrong. Having somebody else do the shopping and picking it up curbside, that was very reassuring during the months we were self-quarantining. And I'm very appreciative of those people who provided us with that service. But there's nothing quite like getting the perfect batch of bananas or the right cut of meat. You know what I mean? 
So it was actually kind of fun to spend time in the grocery store for the first time in a very long time. Not to mention, I bought just exactly what I needed to make those pop burgers a screaming success. But the best, first of all, by far, was being able to attend our grandson Liam's first Little League game of the season last Monday night. During this entire quarantine, Cindy and I have maintained that we missed going to Little League games more than anything else. So we were absolutely over the moon happy to get to watch Liam play baseball again. In some ways, we feel like we've missed the entire ninth year of his life. And he's grown up and developed physically quite a bit over that period of time. He's been working with a pitching coach lately. And our son Derek told us Liam was getting really good but we were not at all prepared for how good. His first time at bat, he crushed a single to right center field, and the other team was so afraid to pitch to him for the rest of the game, they walked him the next two times he came up. When he was playing his standard second base, he moved to his left, he cleanly fielded a hot two-hopper ground ball and just easily threw out the runner at first. That was his only opportunity in the field. Then they used him as the closer at the end of the game, and Liam struck out four of the five batters he faced to put it all away. I was the proudest pop in the park, <laughs> and it was the best first of all, by far. So there have been a lot of firsts in our family during the past week. Our first family night dinner in almost a year my first trip to the grocery store, and our first Little League game. So that's what Cindy and I are choosing to focus on right now. The firsts. We lived through the freezes, but now it's time for the firsts. Wow. Freezes, feasts, and firsts. <laughs> it has a certain ring to it, doesn't it? If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. 
We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. At Boys One Stop at the base of the Texas City Dyke, Jason Cockburn is the undisputed king of crawfish. But if there is a crown prince, <laughs> it's got to be Dave Fremont, our old buddy, his consiglior. <laughs> That's Italian for right-hand man, by the way. Hi, Dave. Hello, Randy. <laughs> and uh, what another week. Yeah, right. Well, so, so t just start out right there. How did Boyd's One Stop fare in the freeze? The big freeze, that was a monster freeze along the coast. And uh, how did Boyd's fare? Well, funny, I thought I asked you that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I'm still falling out. I'm probably going to be lagging behind your your questions because I'm still in I'm still in the drip mode, man. My icicles are falling out. But but it was bad, you know. It was uh, that kind of weather. When it comes in, it just shuts things down and at the same time opens things up. Yeah, and it just created a mess everywhere, you know. And we're still feeling really bad for so many folks that even now you know this much later afterward are still having to deal with some pipes that split open and, and, and you name it you know wasn't able to go to work so just a another thing that seems to be a residual effect of this uh 2020 year i think it's like 2020 saying hey i forgot to tell y'all something i'll have 24 <laughs> months <laughs> I'm 24 months long. (laughs) Well, I said on this show uh, on the 1st of January, as a matter of fact, that uh, the 2020 might be gone, but the problems didn't leave. The problems are still here. Yeah. Well, I have to ask you, did Boyd's lose any product or did you just stack the fish outside and let Mother Nature keep it cold? (laughs) We did lose uh, uh, the business being open. Because we didn't have Wi-Fi, all these modern things now that are greater than sliced bread, you know, can shut you down in the in the internet world and such. So we lost we lost power, uh, uh, internet and stuff, uh, phones, stuff that you need for your business. But we didn't lose our power to our large freezers and coolers at the at the Crawfish Warehouse, and that's because Jason. He had the insight to make sure that he had backup generators put in, and we, we often wondered if those things were ever going to even come close to paying for themselves with the expense incurred on putting them in, but this time they did. We had, well, gee, we had hundreds of thousands of pounds of product in the freezers, and we also had oh, about 1,500 sacks of crawfish uh, live crawfish in the coolers. And so we had gotten those just before the storm came because once the storm hit, Randy, all bets are off on crawfish because, first of all, that whole area got frozen as well. So the crawfish went into the mud under the ice because the, the crawfish ponds themselves even froze. So it shut down crawfish production altogether for those poor folks over there. So there we were with all this product, and in many cases, only local folks could venture out enough to come pick anything up. So we were just wondering what in the world was going to happen, but we knew it was just this is how things roll lately, and so we had to roll with it. But the good thing is, is that the the bad weather passed, the roads got drivable again. There was no crawfish around except with Jason Cogburn ah, of course. at the crawfish warehouse. So it turned into a thing where we were able to move the crawfish. We had plenty of shrimp. Jason and his family, uh, to show something to the community in terms of their caring for them, as they always do, they gave away 30,000 pounds of 912-count wild-caught Gulf of Mexico shrimp to the people in the Texas City, Santa Fe area after it was okay for people to get out and drive. They gave away 20-pound packages of these shrimp. They weren't thawed out. They weren't. I didn't have anything to do with ha- having to move them. It was just they wanted to make sure people had food to eat. Wow. So 30,000 pounds was distributed just uh, last Saturday to the folks and it took about five or six hours i think to do it through their church and so it was a pretty cool thing but anyway long story short as usual i talk too much <laughs> boyd fared very well and we're very thankful 
very thankful. And uh, we're hoping one of these days that word normal will mean something. (laughs) Well, the very first question I get about Boyd's One Stop at the base of the Texas City Dyke is crawfish. So I guess this freeze, it's the worst freeze we've had, what, in about a decade. I imagine that makes it kind of hard to predict exactly what this year's yield is going to look like. Am I right? Uh, Absolutely. Don't have a clue, especially now. um, Here we are um, working into week, two weeks, you know, post uh, ice age, recent (laughs) ice age. Uh, It's it's kind of a wait and see. We'll know something very shortly here, not long after our conversation here in the next uh, couple of days. Uh, we'll we'll know more uh, in regards to the catch, and then once things warm up, and you know, and I know they will. Those mud bugs will be up and out, and who knows? Because we can't predict anything accurately. We'll know when it happens. It could be a banner year because they've had more time to grow, which they grow slowly in the cold, cold water. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, and I'll bet you one thing for sure: people are going to get them, and they're going to eat them. <laughs> yeah, boy, buddy, and a lot of folks. Folks lost food when they had the power outages, so it's time to restock. What other kinds of fish do you have in the fresh seafood market at Boyd's? Most of our fish products that we get, that we get and we've talked about this before, are going to be uh, stuff that we bring in. Some of it's going to be uh, we try to find we try to find uh, farm raised uh, fish that are. Uh, Within our borders, we try to find uh, like the, the the best catfish fillets. Sometimes we'll have whole catfish, and then some folks really like tilapia. They want tilapia, and so we'll we'll get those as well. Sometimes those are imported, uh, and they're not uh, within the confines of the United States or even Texas. But when we get an, enough orders of folks that want something, we'll reach out to our our folks and say, hey, this is what we need, and we'll start bringing those in. But for the most part, our gig is shrimp and and, uh, and crab, live blue crab. We sell so much to them. And then local folks, we buy as many oysters as we can get. They're not, not sack oysters. We've already got them shucked and then the pints, quarts, uh, half gallons and gallons. And I just had some. My wife loves them. I brought a, I brought a quart home and I hate to admit it, but we ate that whole court. I mean, fried those babies up, and I, we were eating them. We were eating them like popcorn, man. I mean, you know, they were, yeah. they were good. But that's that, that's what we have. But uh, crawfish will still be king once the once everything gets lined back out after this, and then we'll run crawfish solid. We'll have that'll be the. That'll be the thing on on up until June. But Boyd's One Stop also has a Cajun grill right next door. That could lift your spirits from the stay-at-home blues. They've got already prepared seafood dishes. Give us some good examples of things people can drive through, grab, and take home for dinner tonight. Oh, yeah. We've got uh, different shrimp baskets, you know, and oyster um Poor boys. A lot of folks like that like to have some seafood with some bread wrapped around it. <laughs> so they like a seafood hoagie, you know, and they make a variety of those. And then, and then of course, they'll have some uh, some fried uh, crab balls, and uh, and they'll also on, on occasion have some gumbo. You know, of course, it's seasonal, but they'll they'll make a pretty good pot of gumbo and and even some etouffee so uh there's an, a recipe a recipe I'm, i got food in my brain there's a menu on uh the uh facebook page on boyd's cajun grill and then of course there's lots of things to see on the website at boyd's one stop.com uh 
and on the boys one stop facebook page and they'll give you a lot of stuff but yeah the grill well hey and then if you just hey i just want a big old fat cheeseburger well there you go they can fix you up with one of the best cheeseburgers along the coast in my opinion this has been the crown prince of crawfish <laughs> it's dave fremont of boyd's one stop at the base of the texas city dike <laughs> so tell us how to find boyd's one stop buddy well come on to texas city and very simple you just keep driving and you'll find it. It's 227 Dyke Road if you really want to put it in the GPS kind of thing or whatever. But we're right on the entrance of the dike and you can't miss us. And you can find us, like I mentioned, on the website, on Facebook. And you can always call 409-945-4001. Well, Dave, keep your pipes wrapped. And while you're at it, don't forget to take care of the plumbing around your house, too. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> we, we really got lucky, but, but, but because I don't always get lucky, I had my wife shower cap on the whole time I was in the house. <laughs> we love you guys at Boyd's One Stop. Keep that fresh seafood coming, buddy. Uh, thank you so much. Always good talking to you. Look forward to seeing you next time. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoke and hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, a electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door with a wide variety variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Haynes to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. 
If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data sim with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data sims. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to CellularAndSatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a complete computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. It's time to talk to our executive producer and our favorite foodie, Greg Burlock. How's by you, my friend? I am doing so good, Randy. The sun is out, and it's above freezing. It's wonderful. <laughs> Thank God for small blessings, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, isn't that great? Greg knows more ways to boil an egg than a chicken. <laughs> and and don't even get me started on how many ways he knows how to cook a chicken. <laughs> so it's always an informative segment when we have Greg on the show. So how did you and Sally fare during the freeze? Oh, we did good. Thank you so much. We uh, we were out of power. We were out for 50 hours, Ooh. and um, we had uh, no heat. Oh. And that night, that night that it got down to 10 degrees, we think it was in the 30s inside the house. And uh, my mom was a quilter, and we she made uh, uh, Sally and I a wedding ring quilt for our wedding, and. Uh, we've got a couple of quilts she made for the boys. So, and between that and duvets, we had about six or seven layers on the bed and we stayed, <laughs> we stayed pretty warm, but, uh, it was, it was, it was good. How about you and Cindy? Did y'all, did y'all stay warm? Yeah. We didn't even have a power outage except for about two hours and 15 minutes right near the end of the storm. How about you guys? Broken pipes, anything like that? No, just a lot of dead plants uh, everywhere. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gosh, we went from green to brown in just in a week. So, uh, uh, but fortunately, nothing broken. Just thank goodness. Uh, we were trying to find something at, at uh, Home Depot, and uh, uh, the line was too long there. So I went to Lowe's and stood in line for an hour. And finally, I just got too cold, and I left after an hour. Uh, I feel sorry for all of the people that have broken pipes and, uh, you know, uh, that have uh, ceilings cave in because of the water. It's terrible. 
It is, and the plumbers are going to make out like banshees. <laughs> well, thank goodness we have them, though, right? Amen. Amen. Those those are frontline workers now, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. They're definitely essential workers. Well, it's nice to know that you're successfully thawing out at least enough to comb your hair. I don't have that problem. <laughs> Let's talk about resupplying our food pantries here. Have you had any trouble finding certain items in the store? Uh, gosh, the, the, the store was just uh, remarkably picked over. Um, being the, the Boy Scout that I am, you know, I bought you know, way too many groceries ahead of time. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I was pretty prepared, and I really only went, um, I think one time, um, more out of habit than anything, uh, just because I go enjoy looking for fresh fruit and vegetables and things like that. But, you know, um, for the most part, I, I got to give, uh, credit to all of the, all of the suppliers. They did a great job of, of, uh, restocking every night. And that brings us around to the main reason that Greg is on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show today, the Belleville Meat Market, which, of course, is a great place to restock your fridge with all kinds of different meat products that you had to throw away after any recent power outages. How did Jared and Marcus Poffenberger handle that hard freeze out at the Belleville Meat Market? You know, they, they came through just fine, um, didn't lose power. Um, they were closed um, for two days during the really bad weather uh, to make sure that their employees were not in harm's way, which is just, you know, that speaks uh, volumes about what sort of folks they are. They, uh, they care so much about their employees. So, but actually, so far as supplies, um, they came through fine and uh, they're still stocked. So um, they work really, really hard uh, to forecast these things and to make sure that there's always enough uh, uh, fresh beef and pork and chicken, uh, whatever you need. So, um, and of course I, uh, I have a lot of that in the freezer. So we actually, uh, thought out quite a bit and, uh, enjoyed Belleville for several days. And you ate too much. You told me just before we came on the air. <laughs> oh, Randy, I ate way too much. I mean, just call me piggy and pull my tail. I mean, just. <laughs> well, Jared gave me a tour of the entire facility several years ago when the Belleville Meat Market first joined us as a sponsor here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. And there are several large areas that are very, very cold. So what happens when they lose power? My natural instinct is to say something stupid like, why don't you just take the beat outside and let the freezing temperatures take care of it? <laughs> but clearly it's not that simple, right? No, no. They actually have standby generators and things like that to keep critical. Uh, they've got this enormous freezer, and they don't want that to warm up, of course. So they take precautions to make sure food safety is at the top of their list. They... Uh, 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 everything is regulated and they've got a spotless record. So, uh, those are really great points because those are things that you, you never really think about is food safety is, you know, has your, uh, has your, uh, the meat products that you're, you're buying been stored at the proper temperature. So, um, whenever I go to the store, um, I'll take the back of my hand and I'll reach down and touch like a, a package of hamburger meat with the back of my hand to make sure that it's cold. Mm -hmm. You never know. Um, I mean, I'll walk around the store sometimes and see, uh, uh, packages of meat laying on the counter and you never know, really know whether did one of the stockers just go back and throw it in the meat 
you know, section. Yep. Uh, maybe it warmed up. Well, you know, at Belleville, they have USDA inspectors that inspect them regularly, like every week. They have uh, uh, logs that they fill out. They have computer records to make sure that that uh, all of the refrigerated areas are maintained properly. They have uh, cleanliness logs, so you know of when they cleaned and things like that. So it's uh, it's really a high tech facility. And when they built the the new one that you took the tour of, the new uh, processing facility, it it's an amazing building. The walls are six to eight inches of insulation thick. Um, it's amazingly efficient. So uh, uh, it keeps everything very, very nice and the energy bills are low. Um, so it keeps all of the meat products and, and the processing uh, extremely cold, which is why you and I were both cold. <laughs> yeah. When we went through the freezer, I was amazed at how many racks tall. Uh, you need a forklift to go in and get all those pallets of food. Yeah. So it's just an amazing facility. Uh, and of course, they've got pecan smoke barbecue right there on the retail floor at the Belleville Meat Market. Uh, do they have that up and running too? They, uh, uh, they're back completely in service. And, you know, a trip to Belleville is just, not a full trip unless you get one of those giant baked potatoes stuffed with barbecue or a barbecue sandwich. Uh, just my favorite thing to do. And there's a lot of other food items that are in stock at the Belleville Meat Market. And they would also make a quick and easy to prepare meal tonight, like some of those tamales. Give us some ideas, Greg. Oh, gosh. Uh, absolutely. The steamed tamales, um, we're actually going to have those this weekend because we pulled them out of the freezer to thaw out. And, of course, sausage is just so easy. You don't have to smoke it. It's great on the smoker or on the grill, but you can always boil sausage or put it under the broiler. Um, and, you know, when we lost power, uh, we could still boil water. So that's how we served it. We boiled it and, and then served it with a couple of different styles of mustard. You know, I love hot mustard. So um, you can take grain mustard, Cajun mustard, um, and mix a teaspoon of horseradish into it. And it gives it a really nice kick. And that complements all the different um, great sausages that, that Belleville Meat Market makes. Many of our listeners have been frustrated by grocery stores that have been slow to restock their meat cases, and they can find exactly what they need at the Belleville Meat Market. So tell us how to get there. Belleville Meat Market is located on Highway 36, right in the middle of downtown Belleville. And if you'll go to Sealy on Interstate 10 and go north on Highway 36, it's about 15 minutes down the road. And if you want to get there from 290, then go south on Highway 36 from Hempstead, and it's also about 15-minute drive. So how do we find the Belleville Meat Market online? Well, if you would like to go, and you can actually order all of your groceries online, if you uh, want to uh, uh, have them ready when you arrive, uh, www.bellevillemeatmarket.com, or you can always call them on the phone. That's 979 979- 865-5782. Well, we're thankful that everybody came out of this latest zombie apocalypse with nothing more than a little dripping water. <laughs> but enough about my medical problems. <laughs> Give our best to everybody at the Belleville Meat Market. We'll talk soon, okay? Uh, sounds great. Thanks so much, Randy. Talk soon. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. 
Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself. And you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide 
variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd's Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. There's an old famous song that says, When times get rough and friends just can't be found. Well, here is my bridge over frozen water. <laughs> Fred Olson, my old radio buddy from the H&H Show. Do you still have all your fingers and toes, pal? I do, and um, and the house didn't blow up, and, <laughs> and, and we got really lucky. We, had, you know, we have friends. Everybody, everybody has a story. You know, we have damage and certain stuff, but compared to a lot of people, they need more to bring it up. Well, let's start out by just having you give us a, a blow-by-blow rundown. W- what happened out at Rattlesnake Ranch during the freeze? Well. Um, we have the blessing and the curse of a pool. Um, and I was out, I was out, uh, making, trying to get the dog to come out, come out in the snow and do your stuff. Come on, buddy. It's only snow. Yeah. And I'm standing out there and, and I hear the the pool, you know, had been running off and on with all the rolling blackouts. And I guess finally all those, you know, every time uh, the, it comes back on, there's this, this, you know, electrical charge that goes through everything. And finally this motor g- gave up and I went, Oh, the electricity went out. Nope. The motor did. Uh, so that caused some issues, but it's just plumbing. And I got guys working on that. And in my little office in the cabin, I had a, under the sink had gotten started dripping and broke and kind of messed with my little floor out there. But it's just, you know, just those are little things. And I thought, Oh, what was me? And I started hearing about people losing part of their herds, yeah, losing ceilings. And I went, no, I'm not even going to bring it up to people. And we're good. We're blessed. So, uh, compared to a lot of people in Houston, we had a, we had a friend whose mother lives in Katy and she's 83. And, and when the power finally did come back on her pipes first and just flooded her house, you know, uh. and for, fortunately her church showed up you know, and just took care of her. So that's a really cool deal. Well, one of the things that I thought about right off the bat was you have all those solar panels out there. So at least you had some power, right? Well, yeah, well, that works for a while, but if they're covered with snow, <laughs> you know, it's it's like, you know, I, I got to talk about the, the wind turbines in West Texas. Have you ever seen them? Uh-huh. They, they, I mean, it's really amazing, but they went, no, we don't have to put uh, anything in them to keep them from freezing because it's Texas. <laughs> and then, then they all, they all froze up. And yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking of those, speaking of those wind turbines, I started looking into that when I heard that they froze. Of course, they had to put, uh, fossil fuels on them to try to thaw them out. They had to fly over and dump um, some kind of glycol or something. I don't know this made oil products, but when they're not moving, uh, they can't just let them sit where there's no wind. So they have to actually, I believe, put electricity out to them to make them spin just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not making this stuff up. It's a huge boondog. Wow. Yeah. Hawaii went through that. Hawaii, I mean, the south coast of Oahu is a mess. It, the... Uh, let's see, state of Maine put up a whole bunch of these 55 story monoliths, you know, I believe in, and a lot of them just don't work. And West Texas is a, is a good point. Uh, they just didn't think they cheaped it and didn't put in anything to keep them from, from uh, freezing up. So that was just part of it. There's a lot more to it than that. Well, another thing that crossed my mind was you mentioned cattle. Aren't you glad you don't have those longhorns anymore? Boy, I am. I, I would have worried. Especially, you'd probably have a couple little babies running around out there. Of course, I I fret over our animals anyway. 
And so fortunately, we were just blessed. We, and, and this year I had prepped by cutting a lot of wood. And I thought, well, this will last two years. Uh, we went through about a cord and a half of wood in our little <laughs> fireplace. So. Well, how many rolling blackouts did you have to suffer through? Oh, I, I think I kind of lost count. It stay on for an hour, go off for anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes, come back on. So, you know, all your electric equipment is getting all these, these charges every, every hour and a half or so coming back on or, or whatever. But yeah, quite a few times we were blessed for a couple of days. We went, oh, we're going to get out of this. And then it went out <laughs> and we huddled, huddled around the fire and, and kept the cat warm and the dog warm and just kind of, we're blessed. We were always, we're always prepared. Well, what about wildlife? You guys have a lot of deer and other critters out there on the property. Yeah. Uh, any signs that they were affected at all? But, uh, no, they just looked a lot bushier uh, <laughs> running around out in the yard. But we threw out, we thought bird seed because the birds couldn't find anything in the snow. In fact, you know what a yopon tree is, right? Uh-huh. Well, they sell them in Houston. You know, you can buy them in a garden center out here. We can't get rid of them. But <laughs> the, the female yopon is the one with the red berries, and, and that's a bird food. It's probably as a last resort, but we saw one tree in our backyard that was literally covered. I, I don't know, hundred birds. Wow! More than that, of different varieties were raiding this tree and eating every berry they could. And uh, so I said, I'm going to go to Tractor Supply mm-hmm. and get a forty pound bag of bird seed <laughs> and uh, throw it out there. Sure. Because they were dying, too. You'd see a dead bird here and there because they just couldn't make it. But other than that, no dead carcasses on the North 40? Don't mess with me. I know where all the dead bodies are hidden. <laughs> I, I, I was about to go out this morning. I'm going to refill the feeders, corn, uh, silver feeder, for uh, and the protein feeder. I'm going to go take a look, drive around the place and see uh, if anything you know, happened. I kind of doubt it. They can get out of the wind pretty good here. We have a lot of dense areas. So my hope is that they were all good. Well, we were lucky. We didn't lose power for very long, so we didn't lose any food in the fridge or the freezer. Oh, man. But how about you guys? I know at one time you had that whole cow butchered and frozen. Did that meat survive? Well, we ate most of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it did because two big freezers and one, one would go out for half an hour. That's nothing because those, you, know, they, you keep a lot of stuff in your freezer and, and it, it will maintain. It's just like having a huge ice chest. You know that you drag outside, and but fortunately, it was wasn't going to be too hot to make it melt. So we didn't have any problem with that at all. We, not at all. We were really blessed again that uh, we didn't lose anything. So how did you and Bev handle the cooking issues that came up when the rolling blackout started? Did did you lose power right in the middle of cooking a meal? I'm I'm I will probably tell, I'll probably send you this video, but it was Valentine's Day, and I think we had. 20 mile an hour winds out here in ice storm. And I went out and I cooked lamb chops for her on my, on my gas grill. I got from Rick Allspa uh-huh. and, and I videoed it because it was insane. Uh, I had to wear a, you know, those ski masks with, with my eyes and, and <laughs> <laughs> my eyes and nose and mouth and a balaclava, I guess they call them. And I saw I was out there cooking this lamb cause I was bound and determined. And then after that, then everything just kind of went south out here as far as the weather. But no, we didn't, we, we would, we knew that if we had an hour of electricity, we would try to prepare soup or something like that. And then sure. just stay ahead of it. So we, well, it's going to go off at one o'clock. We know right around there. So let's have, have another wheelbarrow full of wood ready and, and just stuff like that. So the cool thing about it is I think it, it gave us a lot of time and quiet and few distractions. Yeah, we had great long conversations, and uh, it was really nice. We we tried to make the most of it. Right? Well, all of that begs the question: 
what exactly did you eat? Had you stocked up in advance with stuff that would be easy to cook on the grill? Well, we had, we had a cow, remember? Yeah. In the freezer. And we also had, she had soups she prepared earlier. We had stuff from last year. We had uh, frozen uh, tomatoes and, and uh, meat sauces and even tamales. Well, a good friend of ours makes incredible tamales. And then, so we just kind of ate what we had in the freezer. Something we usually don't do, and we didn't waste anything. We, we just kind of went through, and let's eat this. And we had a leftover pizza when the grandkids were here, so we ate that. And uh, just kind of had fun with it. We still have corn dogs left if anybody wants some. <laughs> do you remember that Christmas morning, 83, when we woke up and it was 11 degrees? I learned a lot about Arctic weather on that Christmas day. We were ready this time. <laughs> well, you, we lived down the street from each other. I said, hey, partner, happy, Merry Christmas. You went, I got to go. My roof, my, my roof is like, yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> so I, I went and I, and I turned on my water. I didn't have any either. So uh, I called my stepdad back in Minnesota, and I and I, I said, "What do I do?" He says, "You got a hairdryer." I said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, get up in the attic and find the coldest pipe and use it on that." <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> and, and, and it's true. And I did the same thing uh, this last week. I got up and we didn't have hot water, and I went, "Uh oh." So I got up there and crawled around until I found that pipe, and and it worked. So. I hadn't done it since 1983. Thank you for remembering the year. Yeah. So my, of course, my wife, my wife probably thought my husband, the Boy Scout, <laughs> how did he know how to do that? <laughs> well, you know the thing that bothered me most about that Christmas freeze in '83. It was actually colder than this most recent freeze, and the power grid didn't break down back then like it did just this past week. So that means we were actually in better shape 40 years ago than we are now. Uh, somebody's got to be held responsible for that because people died here. Uh, well, brother, if I hadn't already, I just want to thank you for that Christmas morning in 83 because you gave us the water we needed to flush toilets that morning. <laughs> <laughs> and with seven people in the house, that was pretty much the top priority. <laughs> <laughs> stay warm, stay safe. We'll talk again next week, okay? And don't go buying any wind turbines, all right? <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. How's about cooking something up for me?